0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on Store.
1: Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. They have no evidence, of course, to support this inquiry. But since this majority never get lets facts get in the way of a good set of Fox News talking points, here we are. <laughs> oh, wait, are you serious? Let me laugh even harder. Chairman Jordan and I have been very clear. We issued a lawful subpoena to the president's son. We have lots of questions. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Let me state as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist.
0: <laughs> I know you're not following what I'm saying anyway, right? That's, that's okay, that doesn't matter. The real question is this, is all this legal?
1: Absolutely not. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Car Show 844-500-4242. I've been around so long covering Boston, politics that I can remember the big controversy when the question about the Parkman House, the mansion that's owned by the city that's used as a, as a plush uh, plush playground, a resort, a getaway by the mayor of Boston. It's a couple doors down uh, Beacon Street from, uh, from the State House. I remember when the controversy was, did the Pope eat at the Parkman House when he came to Boston in 1979? Here's how far we've come in Boston since 1979. Tonight, the Pope couldn't get into the Parkman House. You know why? He's white. He's not invited to the big party, the big holiday party that uh, that Michelle Wu, who is not White and is also not from Boston <laughs> is uh, is is throwing at the Parkman House. This is the this is uh, the the most amazing story. I I thought I'd be leading with Hunter Biden, but I got I just got to talk about this for a while here, and then we'll we'll come back to Hunter Biden in a little bit in the impeachment inquiry vote in the House. Last night, this uh, the another nitwit who works for the mayor. They're all nitwits. Uh, I don't know where this woman's from, Dos Santos, Denise Dos Santos, she sent out a uh, an email to all 13 members of the Boston City Council uh, inviting them to the uh, to the Electeds of Color Holiday Party tonight. I have I, never heard that phrase, Electeds of Color. Electeds of Color. So then... Fifteen minutes after she sent out the invitation to the 13 city councilors, some of whom are electeds not of color, over half of whom aren't, she, uh, she clarified that it's not for white people. The party's not for white people. I wanted to apologize for my previous email regarding a holiday party for tomorrow Dos Santos, a black woman, wrote, I did send that to everyone by accident, and I apologized if my email may have offended or came across as so. She's not not very good at sending emails, and she's not very good at English grammar. Sorry for any confusion this may have charged. So the, the fact is, they're having a party just for these counselors of color. White people need not apply. It used to be no Irish need not apply in Boston. Now it's no white people, period, need apply in Boston. You know, they used to have this group called the Watch and Ward Society, and they banned books. There was a, there was a phrase, a popular phrase in the, uh, in the lexic- American lexicon, banned in Boston. Now white people are banned in Boston, at least in public buildings. How does this work? A public building is a public accommodation, is it not? Don't, don't public accommodations have to be open to all? Who's paying for this party where no white people need apply? And by the way, no no one, uh, none, none of the elects of color are complaining about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. What now? I, I, I told Grace, are they going to sing "I'm Dreaming of a Non-White Christmas"? Uh, when I go to the bar, or I, of course I can't go for any number of reasons. But if I went to the bar, could I get me a glass of white wine? No, probably not. Probably not. How about it? Do they have? A, are they going to have a big roast turkey? You know, turkey's not just big for Thanksgiving; it's big for Christmas too. Can I, can I, if I go up to the, can I say, can I get me a piece of white meat? No! You damn honky. Are the, are the white city councilors in Boston, are they going to get a separate but equal Christmas party? You know, ironically, there is a, in the next day or so, there's going to be a a party uh, for the entire city council. But you know where it's going to be? At the bell in hand, which is a, an ancient bar right across the street from City Hall, which is not a bad place. But you know, you know what the difference between the Parkman House and the Bell in Hand is? Well, for one thing, you have to pay for your drinks at the bell in hand. And the other thing is it's not quite as posh as the Parkman House is. So, you know, this this is amazing, isn't it? That this this is the administration that's that celebrates diversity and uh, and you know wants to include everybody in it, but they they're having a, a no whites need apply confab here. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. I I don't know. You know, you know there used to be a mayor named White. I guess he wouldn't if he were alive today. Kevin White would. He was the guy who really made the Parkman House what it was. He's the one who invited the Pope to the Parkman House. Or, I don't know if the Pope ever showed up at the Parkman House or not. Freddie Langone's favorite uh, line, we always we, we used to put it on our answering machines, the city councilor, who ate at the Parkman House? H-W-O-H, That's what he said, H-W-O-H. Freddie. Freddie was not a celebrator of diversity, but he had these things every Friday during the summer. I worked at City Hall then. And everybody was invited to his his luncheons on on uh, Friday during the summer, and he he had these these pathetic looking tomato plants outside of his uh, office on you know, and they they did nothing. But he would claim that all the and then he'd give some twenty bucks to his grandson, say, "Go kid, go over to the hay market and get some tomatoes, and I'll tell him I'll tell these bums that uh, that these are tomatoes that come off of my plants here on the uh, on the patio." But you know, he hated some of the people on the city council. He called them the Harmony clique, the people who were with Kevin. You'll pardon the expression, White. But everybody was invited to the party. You could have some wine. Okay, he didn't have white wine, but he, you know, he was a North End guy. He was a he was a red wine guy. Everybody was invited. It's like every. Christmas every party you've ever been to you know you don't have to invite the whole world to your party but if you've got a group of people whether it's the Kiwanis Club or the uh, Wellesley so circle or any 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 club if you have a party you have to invite everybody in the club the city council is a club and especially you have to you have to invite everybody if if the club overall is picking up the tab in this case, the taxpayers are picking up the tab. I, I don't. Again, I don't know who's paying for the uh, for the refreshments, but the building is owned by the city. That means they're using the electricity. They, they're going to, uh, you know, I, who, and who's going to? By the way, who's going to? Who's going to be the waiters and the bartenders here? You know, that was one of the famous parts of uh, "Radical Chic" by Tom Wolfe. Back when they had the uh, when he wrote about the Black Panthers party that Lenny Bernstein hosted back in 1970 for all these radical blacks, and he said, you know what the big problem is on the Upper East Side of New York, white servants. You got to have white servants. Now who they I I I think that's that's the key here. I, I'd like to know from Michelle Wu well, who are the whites. Do you, do you have white servants going to be here? Now I can't ask the uh, I can't ask the. Uh, the the Wisconsin blow-in who has a uh, who who uh, you know just arrived here a few years ago his name is Patron he's the one who when uh, when when I uh, I went to the Secretary of State to get the ambulance records from Michelle Wu's house he said this is a conspiracy theory from seventies Boston that's my new nickname by the way seventies Boston so he's not going to answer any questions from nineteen seventies it is nineteen seventies Boston. (laughs) 844-500-4242. 844-500-4242. <laughs> Can I get me a white Russian here? <laughs> That's another thing you can't get. You can't get white wine. You can't get a white, white meat chicken. Bruce from the Met says, this is just too much. I'm so sick of this. These people are so emboldened. You know, I... I found something today. I was looking for it. Uh, I was looking for some information on the uh, one of the presidents of Harvard that I mentioned earlier in the week, uh, Abbott Lawrence Lowell, the super waspy guy, and he was against uh, putting Louis Louis Brandeis on the Supreme Court. And somebody said it's it's anti Semitic to not want it on. And he said, uh, and Brandeis said, I don't I don't think uh, Lowell is a is a real Jew hater. You know, unlike everybody at uh, everybody at Harvard now or everybody at City Hall now. He said he is just someone who has been blinded by privilege, whose environment or innate narrowness have, have obscured all vision and sympathy for the masses. I think that's that we, I don't I don't, you know, say that they that these are good people that are doing this, but I do believe that uh, that that these people have all been blinded by privilege. I think that's what it is. They've just, they're, they've, they're so used to having everything their own way that they don't care about the masses, meaning 1970s Boston. 844, people like us. 844, whether we're from Boston or not. Whether, whether you were alive in the 70s or not, as far as Michelle Wu and her gang of blow-in drifters are concerned, you are 1970s Boston. Welcome to my world, okay? <laughs> the world of a lot of people listening to this show, watching this show right now, 844-500-4242. Imagine Kevin White sent out a White's only holiday party invitation. Yeah, imagine any other mayor. I don't. I don't think Kim Janey ever would have done that. The first, the first black woman mayor who was took over for uh, for for Marty Walsh. She never would have done this. She was a bad she was lousy and she was just a district city councilor but she was from Boston. She that she she knew you don't do stuff like this in Boston. Just for the uh, just for the optics as they say if nothing else. We're going to take some calls 844-500-4242 844-500-4242. Here's a situation that it's made to order for Give, and Go. Turtle boy. Give, send, Go is the crowdfunding platform that stands strongly for free speech and supports unpopular causes when others shy away. Aidan Kearney, known as Turtle Boy, has been a dedicated independent reporter for many years, exposing local government abuses. Kearney's uncompromising work has earned him many powerful critics. So much so that the state police recently sent six cruisers to his home to arrest him on multiple counts of what they called witness intimidation. They did it in front of his two kids as they were waiting for the bus to take them to school. During his arrest, the police searched Turtle Boy's home and seized his computers and cell phones. Turtle Boy now faces charges for nothing more than exercising his First Amendment right to ask questions. The message of Turtle Boy's arrest is being sent loud and clear to everybody. If you dare to speak out against corruption and abuse, the powers that be may seek to destroy you. Turtle Boy has set up a legal defense campaign on Give, Send, Go to raise money to defend his and our civil liberties. He chose Give, Send, Go because he knows that his campaign will not be shut down based on political bias, and he knows that it is just a better fundraising platform overall. If you wish to support the fight against political persecution, Please visit givesendgo.com, search for Turtle Boy, and contribute whatever you can to his legal defense fund. Give Send Go, the fundraising platform that actually stands for the values liberals profess, diversity, inclusivity, and love. Start a campaign today, givesendgo.com. I'm Howie Carr.
0: Leave a message for the big guy. Call the chump line. 844-500-4242. Press 2 and leave your message. Then listen every weekday at 5 to catch the best messages of the day. One of them may be yours.
1: He's not exactly what you picture when you think of happiness and cheer. Looking older and more wicked than ever. I knew he wouldn't disappoint us. Oh! <laughs> the emperor of hate, Ali Khan. i Is back. is Mayor Wu married to a guy whose last name ends in S-K-I? Pretty sure he's a honky. Does he get to go? And Gigi Coletta, pretty sure I, I, pretty sure she from Eastie. She claims to be half Mexican, half Italian. Does she have to leave halfway through the party? How does how does this work? You get to bring somebody else with you. I mean, what if you what if you bring a melanin impaired oppressor? And by the way, these people that are making these rules, like Wu and uh, all the people in her office, they're all they're all what the Palestinians call colonial settlers, aren't they? They just drifted into town a, f- a few years ago. They weren't here back in 70s 1970s Boston to coin a phrase. Today's poll question is brought to you by local Silver Mint located in Ware, New Hampshire. Silver Dave will work with you directly to give the gift of metal this Christmas season. Contact him at localsilverment.com. That's localsilverment.com. Jared, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is, is it racist to hold a group holiday party in a public building, but then forbid all white people in the group from attending? Yes. Or what are my choices? Yes, no, or it depends on the context, as Claudine Gay would say. Or Liz McGill, they both said the same thing because they were both overtrained by the same stupid lawyers. Uh, it is it is definitely racist. Eighty-eight percent of the audience agrees with you. Eleven percent say it depends on the context, and one percent <laughs> is apparently racist because they say no. All right, eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Is the fake Indian invited? She's not a pale face. Is she invited to the powwow? No white eyes need apply. I'll speak speak them with forked tongue, right? 844-500-4242. Vince, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Vince. Hey, Howie, uh, isn't Michelle Wu considered a white Asian? Would she be allowed <laughs> to attend this thing? You know, I was thinking the same thing. You know, I mean, uh, you know, Harvard, where she went to 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 uh, college. They they uh, they were just uh, scolded by the Supreme Court for having anti-racist policies. They they basically decided that Asians were white people. They could be discriminated against with impunity. I I agree. This is, there's so many there's so many interesting points here, and that's another one. Vince, are Asians now honorary white people as far as Harvard and UNC and all the uh, other uh, other universities are concerned? Uh, Steve, you're next with Howie Car. Go ahead, Steve. This violates state and possibly federal anti-discrimination law because it's a public building. And second, I wanted to say that what emboldens these people like Wu and her ilk is that there is no pushback. Right. The more they do this, the quieter white people become. I, I agree. I agree. And they can get away with it. I mean, again, they're they're defying the Secretary of State. They're not giving me the ambulance records uh, for for Michelle Wu's house. They're they're defying the uh, the Secretary of State by not giving the Boston Herald the records of this uh, transgender drug party in the South Boston products with the little the five year old boys. You know they they because they they don't feel there's not going to be any pushback. Who's Andrea Campbell, the AG, is going to go after him? I don't think so. Uh, Mara Healy, the governor. It's constant her love nest with her uh, former uh, underling who used to work under her? I don't think so. 844-500-4242. 844-500-4242. We will be back. We're going to be talking about this off and on all afternoon in addition to Hunter Biden and other issues. I'm Howie <laughs> from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844 500 42 Didn't Mara Healy start some new hate speech board? Should we report, should report woo if true? Yeah, they did that after the 2016 election. Remember that? They set up a hate crime board, a hate crime hotline. And I, I, uh, I, I foia speaking of FOIAs, I FOIA'd the uh, the, the responses. And <laughs> some guys were, <laughs> remember, remember that, Grace?
0: Yeah. I mean, the onerous FOIAs that come out of your emails are just nonstop. There, there,
1: was so, there was one guy called and he said, I was just driving down 128 and I have a Trump sticker on the back of my car and some, uh, some, some nut from Cambridge uh, gave me the finger and tried to run me off the road. Is this the right number to call? <laughs> a rhetorical question, of course. Anyway, that's this is where you, it's the same the same you'll get the same response now if you call to report that there's a uh, that the bil- a, a public building is being used for racist uh purposes tonight. Not according
0: to Tanya Fernandez Anderson howie, she she said celebrate diversity. She thinks this email was unnecessary, the apology, the follow-up to the to the whites was unnecessary
1: she's a she's a proud former illegal alien muslim woman with two kids with different last names who's now ma- married or or very close to a guy who is a convicted murderer and he was a uh, convicted of killing a legal immigrant to the united states a lebanese uh, but if that guy were still alive today he couldn't go to the party either
0: wait so howie i have a question is the party supposed to be tonight
1: yeah, it's tonight, isn't it? 13th, the 13th.
0: Do you think it will go on?
1: I think so. I I, I emailed the uh, Herald editor and told him he better have a uh, photographer and a lawyer, uh, lawyer, a reporter out there uh, in front of uh, the Parkman house uh, just to take pictures. I mean, this is a classic tabloid story. I, I would say in the old days this would be a classic uh, TV story. You know, you'd have everybody doing the perp walk there, you know?
0: It's too bad we couldn't convince someone who's invited – to bring you as a plus one imagine <laughs> you'd get stopped at the door they'd be like i don't think so sir turn you right know, back around
1: you know it, it, it's it's rather ironic grace though that it, you know the 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 parkman house is on beacon street which is also where the somerset club is the old yankee place and you know you know the old story about the the uh, somerset club after uh, world war ii the, no only members could go in the front door of the Somerset Club, up the stairs. And so one night, the, uh, one night after, just after World War II, the kitchen, there was a kitchen fire started, and they called the uh, fire department. And so, so the local uh, company is coming in, and they're trying to rush up the stairs. And the butler at the Somerset Club says, I'm sorry, gentlemen, you'll have to go around to the servants' entrance in the back. This is for members only. He wouldn't let the fire department in the front door, and now, now the now a few doors away. What is it? Eighty years later, it's turned around. White people, white Irish people, like those firefighters, they still can't get in a a building. Yeah. Only now it's a public building.
0: Do you think this is going to put a damper on the party, though? <laughs> Do you think Mayor Wu is thinking? Ugh. I don't know. I just don't think you'd enjoy the finger foods and the punch and you know the Christmas music if you know that. This party is going to cost you a lot of. It, it's going to cause a lot of grief in your life, you know.
1: See, here's the thing. I mean, do you really think like a guy like Frank Baker, you know, from Dorchester? Does he really want to go to that party? I don't no. think he does. No, Hell he said no. too. He he doesn't even drink.
0: He said in the article, you know, it takes a lot to offend me. I'm not offended. But that still doesn't make it right, you know. A lot of
1: people, you know, whatever reason, you don't like to go to a party, you know, you've been, you've been sick, you're afraid of getting that, Or, you don't look at the, you know who's going to be there? Today was the last day of the old city council. It was the last day of Kendra Lara and Ricky Ricardo Arroyo, two of the sleaziest people. And they also are electeds of color. They were thrown off in the preliminary election. They were so bad. Now, does, do you think that any sane person would want to spend time with Kendra Lara and uh, Ricky Ricardo Arroyo after they've just been kicked off the public payroll?
0: No. No. They, they don't seem very friendly based off the videos I've seen from the city council meetings. <laughs> you know who won't be there, Howie's Flats?
1: Well, of course he won't be there. He's, a, he's, a, uh, he, he's, a, he's Mr. Charlie. He's an au fay.
0: Yeah, I, I was going to. cracker. I was going to text him today and say, "Do you want to come on the show and talk about the party you weren't invited to?" But then I, I knew. I said, "There's no way he's going to want to come on and talk about no, this."
1: No, I, I mean it's like Baker's looking for a job. I mean he is a, and you know sometimes Grace, you know you see you see a you see a, a fight going on on the sidewalk. You just keep walking. You, there's no yes. need to there's no need for you to to get in and risk your nose or your mouth, get that, a punch in the face. That's
0: what my mom always says. Do not engage. You know, you see crazy people doing crazy things. Do right. not engage, keep moving. But you know what? It's almost as if, if I didn't know any better, Howie, it's almost as if Mayor Wu and her officials th- put their heads together and said, "What is a story that is going to make Howie Carr so happy and give him?" So, like, it's going to give him the most no, mileage possible.
1: Grace, Grace, don't say what's going to make Howie Carr happy. Say what's going to make 1970s Boston happy. <laughs> my, my new nickname in the in the Wu administration.
0: And that's exactly what they did. I mean, this story. This is your Christmas gift, Howie. Soak it in,
1: sir. It, it's it's so easy. It's it's. <laughs> It's like hitting them out of my hand, as my uncle used to say, the former baseball player.
0: It really is, uh, Howie. I did want to talk a little bit uh, about Hunter Biden, but first, I wanted to, I wanted to let people know that there's a, still a few Graces goodies available if you go to HowieCarso.com and click on Store. This is a really cool product, Howie. I know that you're very familiar with it, and you've sold yes, it on the show. I, your I take,
1: uh, I take two. They, they have a, they come in two a day, and I take two a day. I put them in my little little vitamin containers that I take every day. Yeah, yes, it's spike
0: good. support formula. It's got a lot of enzymes in it. Like Howie said, it's that time of year, Christmas parties, people are starting to get a little under the weather, coughs, colds, and so this
1: is a great time to boost your yeah. immune system. Even if, even if you're white and you're not allowed to go to some of the Christmas parties. <laughs> you, you might you still, still get, get a
0: little, you might still get the sniffles. So make sure you get this. It's a $66 value. You're getting it for just $33 at HowieCarshow.com. Click on store, get this now before they run out. Um, all right, So the GOP has folded, will not vote to hold Hunter Biden in contempt after he ignored his subpoena. Um, We can talk about this, Howie. I'm sure you're not surprised. The GOP, that's kind of their favorite thing to do is fold. I did want to ask, because I know a lot of people in the audience have been waiting all day for this. What is your reaction to Hunter Biden's performance today um, in front of the cameras talking about how he is a victim in all of this. You
1: know, of, of the many sayings that I use on a daily basis, Grace, one of my favorites is, self-pity is not good box office. Yes. And this was a little more coherent than his podcast appearance with Moby last Friday, but it, it was still the the same old bully, bull, bull, you know? Just nonsense.
0: Yeah, and it kind of made me think of the other thing you say, Howie, about when people are... If you're a tough guy, right, you don't need to tell people that you're a tough guy cuz people just know that about you. Right. I would say the same thing. If you're a, a, if you're someone who's been wronged in a situation, you're better off having other people explain your case as opposed to coming out and like you said, self-pity it just does it's not a good look. So hearing him whine and talk about how this is a witch hunt and this is, you know, this it isn't fair and it's all political and it's MAGA's fault. That was pretty bold to say it's MAGA's fault that this is happening to him. I just think even Democrats have to be looking at this and going, when, damn.
1: I, I keep coming back to it. when Trump was president, he supposedly had control of the Justice Department. And yet the, the deep state Democrats in the Justice Department ran out the clock on uh, Hunter Biden's uh, tax evasion on the, all the Burisma money from 2014 and 2015. And yet I, today I go to the I get I get all the press releases from the uh, Department of Justice, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Boston, there were at least three people today, one, one of whom, by the way, was a, a state cop, a former state cop. Another one, another one owned two, two golf courses in Western Mass. They were convicted of income tax evasion, Grace. I mean, and, and for less money than, than Hunter Biden evaded taxes on. And they're going they're, this they're guy, one of them's a former cop, and he's going to go to prison.
0: How you know what my favorite? No, you're absolutely right. You know what my favorite thing was, and Jared, I'm sorry to throw this at you, but I'm, I'm curious if you could find it. The part of the speech, or whatever you want to call it, where he listed off all of his, um, like basically his LinkedIn his resume. Businesses? Yeah, it was really insane. It, it sounded like something out of SNL if SNL was still funny. Yeah,
1: I know. It's like it's like John Gotti coming out. I'm tired of being questioned about the numbers, the rackets, the hookers. Yeah. The drugs, the shakedowns at the airport, he just, the hits, he
0: the just, bombings. He how dare them. they say
1: that Paul Castellano was involved in any of my businesses?
0: <laughs> he just listed them all off. And you know how you always say, how about... Like, uh, I'm not a crook, that quote. You're not supposed to say what people are thinking because hearing you say it, it just sticks in people's minds. I don't think you're supposed to list every shady business dealing you've ever had. Take a listen to this. i proud to have
1: earned degrees from Georgetown University and Yale Law School. I'm proud of my legal career and business career. I'm proud of my time serving on a dozen different boards of directors. And I'm proud of my efforts to forge global business relationships. He also said his. What legal career?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He also said his dad didn't help him with any of these businesses, especially not his time as an artist. Let me state
1: as clearly as I can my father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman. (laughs) not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist. And and that Chinese business, he had nothing to do with that three-carat diamond that the guy who's since disappeared, the red Chinese businessman Patrick Ho, gave me uh, when I thought it was a room service delivering me some Coke at the uh, at the hotel
0: i love how he says especially not as an artist like out of all the things we think joe biden's involved in i didn't think that he was picking up the straw howie and blowing some ink through it i i Uh, I do believe that that's all hunter
1: you know another thing i love too is i went to yale law school oh you well then maybe maybe you should have known that you shouldn't have been bragging about crimes that the statute of limitations had hadn't run out on in your book
0: or maybe you should read the room and realize that people aren't exactly fond of all of these institutions right now and people don't think better of you because you went to Yale law
1: school god yeah he's but but you know again he he he's not he's not going to be punished he's not there there's no blowback for for him he's got democrat privilege it's not white privilege It's Democrat privilege.
0: Yeah, um, Howie, I have to go. I'm going to try to get... There's this Christmas party that I'm just really trying to get into um, tonight, so I'm going to head out.
1: Yeah, you'll find... Park in the undercommon garage and just walk up.
0: I don't think I'll be well-received. Although, you know what? I do have like 2.6% or something of, I think, West Asian heritage, so maybe, maybe I can come in for a little bit. Maybe I'll get in for 10 minutes.
1: Uh, I I really hope the Herald gets some pictures. This should just be nothing but mug shots tomorrow in the Herald of people going into the going into the Parkman
0: House. I feel like you're ruining their good time. I feel like there's going to be a really somber mood at this Christmas party because of night. What what is it? 1970s Boston?
1: Yes, 1970s Boston. You rang? <laughs> 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 Here I am.
0: I'm Here I am start, coming back start to call haunt you. you. That, Maybe Howie. I can
1: rattle my chains like Jacob Marley. All right. Thank you, Grace. <laughs> Thanks, Harry. In the past couple of years alone, close to 50 satisfied Howie listeners have allowed J.J. Manning auctioneers to sell their valuable real estate assets quickly, contingency free, and for the highest price the market will pay. Don't wait. You can be the next. Since 1976, J.J. Manning's project-based approach of selling real estate has generated positive results for individuals, families, builders, companies, banks, estates, and more. You set the sale date, and you have one consolidated open house. No surprises, nor last-minute showings. J.J. Manning sellers are never left out in the cold wondering wondering about interest on their property. Weekly inquiry reports provide measured progress and create a sense of teamwork through the auction process. There is no distress. You set the terms, you sell contingency free, and the buyer pays all commissions. J.J. Manning uses their 30-30 marketing plan. 30 days of advertising and 30 days to close. No haggling and no changes to your deal. To learn more on how to get your commercial, residential, or land sold quickly, contact Charlie Gill at 800-521-0111 or visit jjmanning.com. Call Charlie today at 800 521 or go to jjmanning.com and get your real estate sold. I'm Howie Carr. Howie will be right back after this short break. Howie Carr is back. Have a holly jolly Christmas on Beacon Hill, unless you're a white man or woman, in which case keep right on moving. Bah humbug, says, uh, says the mayor. You're not welcome. No white people need apply. No room at the end for white people. 844-500-4242-339. 844-500-4242-339. Do you think Joe Biden had something to do with his son Hunter getting into Yale? Oh, come on, people trying to these MAGA you MAGA Republicans. come on man six one seven. I think Hunter forgot to mention his extinguished military career. He did, he did, didn't he? Yeah, he was, he was, he was a. One of these guys, like uh, Gary Hart, who got into the Naval Reserve when he was in his 40s and just wanted that on his resume, but you know, there's you have to take a urine analysis test every once in a while. He flunked it twice. They tried to cover it up. The, uh, the Wall Street Journal found out about it, and another embarrassment for for Hunter. You know he's, you know he's in recovery, right? He's in recovery. Bob, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, listen. um, Don't you know that my dad served this country for over 47 years, and that should allow me to do whatever it is I wanted to do because of who he is. I have an addiction, and I'm beating it, and you people... Well, against me. <laughs> I know. He, does, is this now? Does this now give you the right to do anything you want to claim that you're you're an addict, or is it does this? There is this only for Democrats. Only I think it's only for Democrats. And and you know to claim that he was he's being persecuted by Trump, or he said Trump organizations or 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 Trump outfits or some such thing. I mean again, Trump. Should have put him in prison back when he was president. Trump Trump was impeached for calling Zelensky, asking him to do something about the uh, the the corruption that the FBI had gotten reports of of the ten million dollar payoffs that had been made to uh, to the Bidens by uh, by the oligarchs who who ran Burisma. And by the way, when he was talking about all the stuff he was proud of, how come he didn't mention his, uh, his, his uh, daughter, Navy, Navy Roberts? You know, the one they, uh, that uh, he, he uh, took a paternity test to deny that, uh, that he was the father of, and he, he flew down in a private jet, a private jet owned by the entertainment lawyer who gave him $5 bucks to help him settle some of his delinquent uh, bills. With the Internal Revenue Service, he flew. He flies down on a private jet, and then has the stones to tell the the judge in the family court in Little Rock that he's destitute. Destitute. And again, I I, I keep coming back to that indictment. I mean, I I know the indictment was a joke and it's a scam, and uh, Weiss isn't going to do anything, and he's never. And even if he did, that pardon him, but. 2018, he had he made 1.8 million bucks despite doing no work. He had he claimed he had no money for alimony, but he did have 770 thousand dollars he withdrew in cash from ATMs. He spent 330 thousand dollars on hookers. He spent another hundred thousand dollars on assorted other related adult entertainment. But he's a great guy. He's a wonderful person. I'm Howie Carr.